Oh yeah. Yes, sir. We are back once again, live from Phoenix, Arizona. Live, well, not live, but you know, we back from the Unity Arts Fest, second annual. You know, I'm Prophet. Can't exist. And you're here for another episode of These Fools Podcast. How's it going, big dog? Yo, my man. Yo, you was mad fucking live over there today, dog. You was dope, homie. Yeah, you had motherfuckers in the crowd, everybody coming in. Real big. I told you guys, my boy's an attention seeker. Nah. That's it. That's it. For those of you guys who don't know what we're talking about, today was the second annual Unity Arts Fest out in Mesa, Arizona. It was a dope event. It's actually still going on right now. They still got stuff popping off. So you got time to make it. Hell yeah. Well, I mean, well probably not when you hear this. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be like two days late, you know. But we <laughs> got dope vibe. A lot of dope uh, food vendors was out there. Fresh, fresh ass whips. Fresh cars. Hey, the one homie, there's a dude hustling out there for that Big Mama's Cocina. He's like, hey, dog, I know you look hungry. Check out Big Mama's Cocina. (laughs) Yeah. Man, I just got here, dog. You know I ate twice before I came. (laughs) (laughs) He seen your figure. He was like, oh, I got to feed this boy. Hold on. Yeah, he saw the pythons. You know what I'm saying? He's like, yo, he can't lose any protein. You know what I'm saying? He's going to be out here sweating. (laughs) He might might be a dancer, too. He might be out there, you know, breaking and shit. And I was like, man, I'm just here to watch, bro. (laughs) Well, we we, we kept the... we had a live update feed going on on our Instagram page, so you could go check that out. We got a couple videos up there. If you guys weren't able to come out, pop out and attend. It was a fire-breaking battle going on. I had the privilege of hosting it with my boy, Conrad. Candice uh, was in the crowd. He was vibing. He was loving the energy. Yeah, most da- And I got to go with the GoPro, too, so I got more clips, too, of the, the, the cars, the bikes, yeah. the, the motorcycles and stuff like that. I got a big old shot of all the people out there. I got a shot of, like, you know, you performing them, or you hosting and them performing and stuff yeah. like that. So that shit was sick, bro. It gave me a little adrenaline. I thought I was going to... Hell, yeah. I was like, yo, man, I just need cardboard. I'm going to do it right here on the fucking street. <laughs> 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 yo, but big shout-out to, to Chueco and... Uh, and to Conrad for setting up that event and, and the b-boy battles shout out to time is art uh tattoo studios they were they were just killing it all day today but what 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 was what was the highlight for you the highlight for me yeah especially during the battles I know you was pretty hyped when you seen certain people getting down and throwing moves like. I mean there, there was there's two major highlights I mean there was a, there was a lot of highlights so like the biggest thing that I liked was like seeing like the youth so, like, the youngsters coming in, bro, because, yeah. like, I told you when I was young, they taught me how to do that little baby freeze, as you said, and yep. I seen the little homie doing it, he was kicking his legs out, yep. and then I seen the young ladies, they're out there breaking, too, and they were, you know, they're all doing good, bro, their footwork, they were dancing, and, you know what I was going to say, like, maybe next time, you know, you guys can do, like, like a youth one for the little ones, because there's a good yeah. amount there, bro, I was surprised to see that, because, I mean... I don't come from a background where I knew too much about this, you know, this culture of, you know, breaking and the B-boys and the B-girls. So to me, it was all new. You know what I mean? And I, and I was like, damn, this is sick. And that's, and like, the biggest thing was like, the crowd got more involved when they started, when everybody started dancing and getting down and everybody was, you know, doing the thing. That was interesting, right? Yeah. Because right before that, there were, uh, there were rappers. There yeah. Were rapping. And, and you stuff. had your people come, and there was other people that came and watched them too, but it was more of uh, a lot more people coming out from watching the cars and seeing all the different types of uh, art that was showcased and all of the things, and they kind of trickled in. No, 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 you know what I'm saying? And then 
what else was cool? I mean, one other highlight too is like seeing seeing uh, that one dude, uh, RKO, the Invisible Man, John Cena. <laughs> Shout right out B Boy Steezo. Yeah, Steezo. I was <laughs> like, damn. I was like, this, this dude really trying to make you know a, a, a fucking mark right here. <laughs> no doubt. I thought he was gonna split that shit. <sighs> Yo, that shit know, was crazy. It man. was. You and never it, know what you're gonna expect like a breaking battle, man. Yeah, and I was I was even surprised to see like so you had what Little Mace. Oh yeah, Drago. That um, was it. The kid or no? Yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, Drago Rock was Drago the, Rock was the kid from Yuma. He had like this little beanie? spin beanie, this is, okay. and then Lil Migs was the kid decked out in Spider Man. All yeah. Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. And he was doing his thing too, and he was vibing. And and you know the thing is, they all had rhythm. See me, I would have been off beat. They'd have been like, "Woo, get off, get off, <laughs> on me. But they, them, them youngsters have real rhythm, bro. And every step they took was with the steps to the beat. And I was like, "Damn, that is dope." Yeah, man. And then seeing like the older folks doing it, not even you know. How you say it? Um, not even older, older, but they're still young, bro. They're all I mean, they're all youngsters, and they're all doing their thing. They have so much like talent and so much experience. And then to see that, I'm like, because I like to watch. You know what I mean, like see different things. You know, I know I can't do that, but man, I was I was tripping because I know with this muscular body, bro. If I try to do a little stand like that, bro, I'm, I'm gonna snap this arm, bro. I'm gonna snap my fucking arm. And I would see them like do these poses and do the handstands, and they're holding them. I was like, man, I can't do that. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. you know what they say. Muscle weighs more than fat. So I have a little bit <laughs> He's more like, you muscle. know what? I ain't gonna fuck with it. <laughs> Hell no, man. Well, what about you, dog? What was your highlight there? Because you was real fucking pumped and hyped, Yeah, bro. dude. Because, I mean, I, I love this, man. This this culture is like, it, it really gets me hyped. It gets me pumped. So when I do see, like, similar to what you're saying, right? When I see the youth come out and they're going toe-to-toe against, like, a dude my age. Yeah. It's like, and then they come with no fear or none, nothing, that, bro. The, the, the two youngsters, when you guys did the, what, preliminaries? Yeah, the, yeah. the first ones, like, they're going against older dudes and I was like, man, the kid had no fear and then the other kid from Yuma, yo, shout out to him, bro. Mm-hmm. He came through with a lot of confidence. Yeah. He came through with like, and he was he was really like showing off on him like it was dope dog I like I like seeing that that yeah, was Dragon Rock got a lot of swag man he comes yeah. from a, a up rock like like the up rock style is more of like where he derives from like the dudes okay. around him really up rock a lot and like, yeah. for those that don't know it's just more of like just the up top dancing you know what okay. I'm saying the rocks and the jerks is it's literally its own entity like yeah. there's actual up rock and battles that go on. Aside from like b-boy battles that are just mainly about just up rocking and burning, which is what he was doing, which yeah. is dope because he's getting in the dude's face, burning them, yeah, getting er- get everybody hyped. Like it, it was fresh, man. But uh, yeah, yeah, that that was dope. It was cool to see the homeboy Sean win. Shout yeah. out to Sean, out crowd crew, and they're taking the W. We actually set up a prize for a hundred bucks, and then uh, shout out to Nanu. Yeah. Which is uh, like Conrad's stepdad. He ended up with like a hundred. He he's a jokester, man. He's yeah, funny. Yeah. Like he likes to crack jokes and all that. So when uh, when I announced like, yeah, you know, everybody were battling into one on one for a hundred. Uh, I went to the side and he was like, "Yo, profit." I was like, "What's up?" He was like, "Y'all motherfuckers is cheap, bro. It's a hundred dollars." <laughs> I was like, "Yo, bro, it's it, it was in the budget. That was what yeah. the budget could afford. Like it's all right." He goes, "Man, I got y'all." He pulled out another hundred from his pocket. He was like, "Hey, give it up." And I was like, "What? Word. No way!" Like, so I can make that announcement to the end just so that everybody got hyped and made yeah. like the finals just a little bit more like excited. Hell yeah, that. man! But, I would have tried my best. I would have signed up <laughs> if I knew it was two hundred. Nah. Right, and that's the point. Like, we don't, we don't like. We don't like it to be mainly about the money. Yeah. So when people see like a little grand prize, it's like, all right, cool, you know. But like, usually that happens. Sometimes people want to come in and be like, "Yo, I'll, I'll throw an extra fifty to the grand prize. I'll throw an extra hundred, and then that's when it's like, oh, okay, okay, you know, seen up now. But yeah, but yo, the fools was out today, dog. Even the ones that was dancing too. 
Yeah. You know, these little B-boys, I seen them Dickies, Cortez, <laughs> Chucks, same in the plain tees. I seen them, I was like, hey, easy, homie, you gonna, you gonna, you gonna step on the belt? You know what yeah. I mean? Some of them had the belt all <laughs> hanging down, too. I was like, damn. And that was cool to see that, too. The culture was very, very heavy there, yeah. dog. And I I, I, I like that. Because, I mean, I, you know, when, when me seeing, like, the movies and stuff like that of like b-boys and b-girls you always think they're gonna come in like a full track suit they're gonna come in like how break uh breaking and beach mm-hmm. they dress but i was seeing real fools out there like really breaking in that one cat from mexico dog and he was really putting it in there like yep. he was really going off and he was you know doing his thing and then you had the other dude was a luis he luis. had like the black tee he yep. had the dickies on yep. he had the chucks on you know what i mean i even seen your boy comrade too you know yeah. what i'm saying he looked like you ever seen that movie uh, uh um it's not. It's. I think it might be lean on me. Whatever, James. Almost. It's like they're like he's teaching a math class, and there's one. There's one cholo in there, dog. That dude that plays La Bamba, and he wears the same thing, khakis, oh, chucks, yeah. and he has like the muscle shirt and stuff. All, 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 all I was a hair knit, but that Diamondbacks hat was fire <laughs> as fuck. Oh yeah, that was a hell sick yeah. ass hat, dog. I was like, damn, you know what I'm saying? I was like, yo, I'll battle you for the hat. No, <laughs> I'm not even with that. You know what I'm saying? But I, I'll break yeah. you off for the hat. That's that's dope, dog. I'm, I'm trying. I should have hit that yeah, for him. Like, hey man, where'd you get that at? Because I love the D. You saw me all D backed out today, mm-hmm. even though they took a terrible loss to San Diego. That was like 10 to 1, bro. I God looked at damn. it. Yeah, you know what I mean? So I was yeah. like, you know, I didn't even bet on that game. I was like, I'm not even going to try to. But it was, it was, it was that, that event was cool, man, because like, even for me, though breaking was in the mix and we had our little segment of breaking, whatever, excuse me, um, it still was different for me. Yeah. Because I'm used to, I'm not used to a Mexican. Chicano esque like vibe at an event. Yeah. Right? Like being you from low riders and all right, that. Right. Like, so it. like being from New York is like if we had an event like that going on, it'd be more I guess Puerto Rican, Dominican based, like as far as yeah. like the culture of it. You know what I'm saying? So I'd I'd be more seeing more of pe- my people. Yeah. So this was like a real good change for me. I mean, even though we did this last year. It didn't really hit me till today when I'm helping set up the floor and I'm walking through the crowd. I'm like, even in the beginning too, when you got there, it was like a lot of Spanish rappers and they did a Spanish yeah, battle. Dude. Even the battling was a lot different than what, what I've seen. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I watched the KOTD, I watched the Smack TV, I watched the Aha TV, where like you do your rounds. But these guys were like doing it together, like yeah. dissing each other, like on a whole song. And I was like, damn, that's 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 actually pretty sick. And yeah. that fool Baby King, that fool actually yeah. has some flow. Had a dope ass beats, like he, it was good, bro. I like, I like out of all the artists that were there, like I like that dude, uh, Baby King. He had like a, a big boy energy, dog. Just oh, straight yeah. coming with it, and I was like, damn, that fool's really good. Oh, yeah. And I and I liked it. it was different, but like you said, different too. And I mean, me being here too, that was different to see how they rap battled. Because mm. I used to do um, see rap battles and do rap battles and stuff like that at the bridge in Phoenix. Yeah. So us was like, you know, you do your round, next person do the round, you know, simple stuff like that. Three rounds, and then the judges come. These other dudes that are, you know, older heads or whatever that have been doing it mm-hmm. kind of say, oh, you know, I like this delivery. I like this flow. I like this cadence. I like the way he came out. You know, this dude, this dude, you know, was, like, either prepared or not. You know what I mean? Just kind of shows that. And then the difference of it, that was a whole different thing. And I was like, that's sick, dog. Yeah. The cars, the clothes, the fashion, everybody out there just repping. It was sick, dog. And then, like, you know, the food. Our frescoes were, were cool, you know. <laughs> you needed more melon to your water. I needed more melon to my water, dog. I was like, damn, I needed like at least half a pack, uh, half a bag of fucking sugar in that mug. I needed a little bit more of that watermelon in the water. But you know what I mean? It's all good. I'm just glad I got something to drink because it started warming up a little bit. Even the DJ was having problems out there. Yo, that was crazy, right? But the cool thing was, those guys didn't drop beat. Those guys didn't yeah. drop like 
any rhythm. Like, I thought I was going to see somebody like, yo, come on, man. Right. What the fuck? I'm trying to do this and that. None of them, bro. Mm -hmm. Kept the composure, kept dancing, kept doing their thing, kept breaking, you know what I mean? And I was like, damn, that takes a lot. Because, you know, some people that can get in their head, some people that, you know, they're doing it, whatever, and they need that rhythm and need that thing to, like, you know, kind of complete, you know, whatever they got to do. And they, they went in stride with that. Right. And even if it was, you know, messing up for three, eight, seven seconds, you know what I mean? And it's that complete, like, no noise, no nothing. You know what I mean? You're just seeing people watching you. Yeah. You know, you might get to you. But everybody who was doing it and that had to happen to them, I was like, even the the, the young cat from Mexico, happened to him like a good amount. And I was like, damn, I feel bad for him. But yeah. he didn't stop. He didn't, He didn't. you know what I mean? And then you guys were real supportive, coming out there like, all right, buddy, hey, y'all clap, clap. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? That just kind of kept that, that rhythm, that tone of like, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's something in music they call it. I forgot what it is. Like something, you know, dun, dun, da, dun, dun, da. Uh, so clap. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, damn, these fools are already prepared. Even, yeah. even when they, if something might go wrong, they're going to fix it. Boom. We wasn't expecting that, man. Like the DJ even told us like, yo, if you guys could grab me like an ice pack or whatever, because. And he needed a brother. Cause I can see it. Cause like, I'm standing by the sun too. I'm like, man, my fucking face is, I was moving around trying to find shade. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I could see where the sun was hitting that shit. I was like, yeah, I could, that fool's computer. I'm surprised that computer didn't fry because mm -hmm. the sun was just directly hitting it where he was DJing at. And I was like, damn, that's a bad spot right there. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, they still pulled through. And then, honestly, I liked, I liked his mix of music. Yeah. Yeah. He had some fire. Even the beginning too, when he was starting to get the crowd hype and he started playing some of that Cypress Hill, mm -hmm. he started playing some, uh, was it Drew Down, Pimp of the Year. I was like, damn, I can jam to this right here. I'm going to start leaning and shit. Yeah, it was just a good overall experience, man, because, like, for a second, walking through the crowd, like, I swear, if I could if I could fucking take images of, like, what I was experiencing at that moment, like, when me and Conrad were, like, walking the floor to the stage and walking past people, like, there was an image I saw of culture. Like, I was just like, holy shit, like, this is what, like, Arizona hip-hop culture looks like out here yeah you know what i'm saying it's just like very like chicano heavy yeah you know because even right now like we're not there we're, we're, we're here hosting this podcast but they're still over there and they got the fucking lowrider bouncing competitions going on and it just made me think like bro this is probably what it was like back in the 90s oh back, yeah back back in the day like you know because i don't i was never exposed to that i was more exposed to like you know Beamers with the BBSs, baby. Yeah, you know hey. what I'm saying? So it's just like, damn. And then to, to be out here and it's like, you know, Arizona's still like up and coming. Like there's yeah. still development going on and whatnot. And to see how the culture is now just makes me think like, damn, this is what these fools was doing back in, back the, day. in the day. You know, yeah. like, and, and then the fashion was there because like you I, I seen homies in Ben Davis, I seen homies in Dickies, I seen yeah. homies in the polos, I seen And I had a dollar for every yeah. fucking pair of Dickies I seen today. I was like, holy shit. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And I was like, I loved it too. I was like, man, I should have came all decked out, but I just, you know, put a little something on real quick and then headed out. And it was dope to see that because I was like, man, this is real dope. You know what I mean? I, I love to see that that culture, that fashion yeah, man. and how everybody really represented it really well. It was dope, man. Like it was cool to see that because that's where I grew up from, that type of you know what I mean? And that culture that background where a lot of my family members dress like that a lot of my families were lowrider clubs had lowriders so we got to see that and go to shows but the thing i liked about this most was that there was that entertainment not just the, the rapping because usually they have it a lot of times at the, the super shows or car shows but you had like that break dancing that that extra to it and that was actually really dope because you know what i mean it, you can see all the cars everything take your rounds boom but you kind of want to see what else they got what else is going on you know you know this is going to happen later on but you had that like hour two hours of dance of seeing people just perform, entertain, that was sick. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I and I like that a lot, dog. That shit was dope. You know, and I, I haven't been to Mesa in a while, bro. I was telling your boy, come on, man. We used to go out 
to Mesa, my cousin's mom, she had like an apartment out there. And I remember like, man, Fools and Mesa was wild, bro. Those fools, because yeah. I remember she would tell us, she'd be like, Yo, she'd, buy, she'd buy everybody an 18-pack. Well, not everybody, but she'd buy an 18-pack and a bottle of Arbor Mist. The big bottle of Arbor Mist. She's like, you guys can drink this, but you got to stay here. And those fools would get all faded and be like, nah, we got we to go get more. And they <laughs> bounce and get into trouble, dog. You know what I mean? Damn. But I remember we that was some weekends in Mason, shit like that, walking around, running around, you know, with uh, my cousin Justin, you know. And that shit was, that was cool to kind of go back there and then, that food city right there across the street. I haven't seen that shit in a long time on Main uh-huh. State. You know what I mean? So it was nice to be over there in that, in that area because it's it's like, man, it's like basically being in Phoenix. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, and right. then I'm about to take you to like a hip-hop event like with my buddies and shit too. You know what I mean? Because okay. they be doing rap and music and stuff like that and battles. And I haven't really done anything like that in a while, bro. Like, gotten anything like that. So I'd be sick to do. Like, I, I really want to go out there and check it out because my boy Prem, he's doing his music thing and stuff like that. What was it? Sammy Black. Man, Chris Coke. I don't know if you know Chris Coke. Oh, I seen you posted him recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout yeah. out to Chris. Yeah, it's crazy because I work with this dude from Southern. He was singing the song and he's like, man, this is rapper from AZ, bro. He's fucking fire, dope, this and that. Big ass choppers. And I was like, damn, I know who he's talking about. And he was like, Chris <laughs> Coke? He's like, yeah. I was like, bro, I used to kick it with his uh, younger cousins and shit. Both of them, bro. We used to play football together and shit. I know that fool. I used to see that fool right there on Taylor. Just fucking active, getting down, doing his thing and shit like that. And I was showing them shit, you know what I mean? Cause I've, I haven't talked to that dude in a couple months. It's been a while. I haven't talked to anybody like really in a couple months. You know what I'm saying? They did the music and rap and stuff like that. But yeah. that fool's blowing up and he's doing really good. You know what I mean? He got sent to LA. There's a dude named Baldacci. He did a song with him. And um, he's got like he's a he's, they call him the face of LA or whatever, this dude. And he's got he's all blasts on his face, bro. All tatted up. It's crazy. Yeah, man. But yeah, it was it was dope, bro. The music and it's cool, man, because like, like I said, time is art. Studios was hosting the yeah. whole thing, right? So it's like you're in the tattoo shop, and I like that dude style too. Because I looked at him, and I think I told you, like, damn, bro, that's the way he had his stilo, his setup, and everything. I was like, that's it, bro. Yeah. That's exactly how we used to rock it back then. I mean, my pants were a little bit more baggy. You know what I mean? My pants were a little bit more fucking stretched out and stuff too. Because right. I used to get the Ben Davis stuff like that. That fool wouldn't perform. I was like, hell what, yes, what, what's, what's up, Ben Davis? Because I hear you bring it up a lot, and I'm trying to like <clears throat> see if I could break it down to a certain point like when i'm looking around at people like all right what's a ben davis but i i couldn't figure it out what's nah, ben davis they were there were some dudes who had the shirt and it has so ben davis was like a work attire bro and then here i could i could pull it up real quick dog ben davis um because the dickies i know the chucks i know yeah the ben davis is where you lost the me, levi's and, like, and all that stuff yeah the pendletons yeah i'm lost there too pendletons, I, I pendletons. thought that was alcohol oh uh, pendleton, pendleton. <laughs> no pendleton pendleton is um a button-up T-shirt, bro, with two pockets on it, bro. You know what oh, I mean? And it's, like but they're expensive. Nah, not like Wrangler, bro. Better than Wrangler. Damn. I got one in the in the, in the Wait, closet. that's a that's, that's a, a Pendleton. That's a Pendleton. Okay. Yeah, so it's like oh, it's basically it's, a button-up, but it's not like a typical button-up. Button you know what I mean? Like, got you. Okay. Yeah. And then Ben Davis is a workwear, and I used to love the the logo. I used to have the T-shirts. I mainly always got the pants because I always got plain tees. But Ben Davis has like a gorilla on it, bro. It's a sick ass logo too. Really? Yeah. This is this is the logo right here, Ben Davis. I seen a few. For you probably reason, for some reason I thought they were like shoes. Okay, but yeah. like what's the cl- like what's the clothing look like though? So like you seen a couple because of- I seen that logo before for sure. Yeah, yeah. They have them like on plain t shirts yeah. and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That's F- that's County FB. That's that's you know what I mean. But they have like shirts like this, like this. These are pretty dope too. Like they have the short zipper sleeve. Ja, okay. And I then, see what you're talking about. But like with the main thing that people would get is like these right here. These, see, look. 
That's how I used to get them too. But nah, I wouldn't. I would. I would. I would crease them like that. God damn! What the fuck, bro? Bulletproof pants. <laughs> the motherfuckers, bro. That can, shit had more layers than fucking onions. What the hell, bro? You can't even get you know sheets like that. Holy shit! You could crease them so heavy. I used to love Ben Davis because they were just such a like dope material. They were real thick though, so in the summertime it fucking sucks. So I wear mm. Dickies in the summertime and I put on Ben Davis in the wintertime. And I just like the the colorway. I like the like right now I'm looking at this the, the gray, but they had another one where it was like this kind of like denim looking one. Yeah. I used to like those too. You know, those ones. Fucking oversized jersey, big ass chucks, all with the socking on the top, so it looks all puffy and shit. So I was like the whole stilo. But yeah, I always used to and Ben Davis was like way more expensive than, than Dickies. So you you know you you had to pick and choose. Like, all right, man, you know, what am I going to do here? Am I going to get, you know, a pair of pants? Can I get four shirts and, you know, a pair of shorts? Stuff like that. And then, but yeah, I always, always had Ben Davis. I like I like how Ben Davis fit. Because you can get them, like, super big and, like, fucking super long. You know what I mean? So they look real baggy and shit. You can just cuff them up real quick. Put a little thumbtack on the back of the shoe. You're good to go. Crazy how fashion works in different parts of the fucking world, bro. Yeah. Y'all side, y'all over here rocking. Because baggy was just a thing in general. Yeah. But for for y'all, it was more Ben Davis. Yeah. Dickies, and then and then apparel, some people right? wouldn't even be baggy. Like, it was baggy, and then it was more like, before baggy was like that, not fitted, but it was still a little bit like more. straight leg. Yeah, straight leg, like, you know, regular cut kind of thing. Like, you know, it goes down, but you can see the crease. It wasn't uh-huh. like too baggy. Because I get mad at some fools that get like too long, too baggy, and they don't cuff them and put like a little, I don't know, just do something. Because... Bro, if I'm seeing the back of your diggers and they're all ripped up and got holes on them because you're yeah. just scraping them on, on the on the pavement, it's like, ah, damn, dog. That's how I be feeling it when I see like the back of people's ankles covered with their pants. It's like, yo, you're not stepping on your pants, bro. Like, that's yeah, not annoying yeah. to you, yeah. my man. Like, nah, I, I always... think that's what made me give up the baggy phase at first because, like, in the East Coast, like that was the shit, right? So, like, my I was always influenced by my dad's style. My dad always had like the latest everything. Like when Von Dutch was popping, that nigga had everything. The fucking oh. trucker hats, t-shirts, all that shit. So like, I always kind of wanted to be like my dad when it came to like the fashion and shit. Yeah, yeah, so my dad yeah. always used to rock like, like, like extra large, heavy shit. So I'm like, all right. So yeah. I need like the baggy pants. And this is when motherfuckers would tie the the front of their jeans to the shoelace. To the shoelace. We used to so do that too. Yeah, even cholos do that too, dog. Yeah. Like, fools, or or fools would be rubber bands. On the, oh, on the on the on the by on the top of their shoes too, like I'm the top of the shoes, but like on like the by their like ankle and shit, yeah. you put the rubber band, so it kind of like cuffs your pants for like you. Like a jogger, right? like a jogger, yeah, bro. Yeah. You could fold it up too, and, and I could do that too. Like I did it the other day at work because my fucking work pants were like too long. I had the wrong ones on. I was like, gosh, damn. So I had to like fold them up, had to wrap it over, and then roll them over and shit like that. So I looked like I had joggers on and I had the, you know, so I call it I call it the Michael Jackson look, the black shoes, the black pants with the white tube socks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's the Michael Jackson, the dog. Michael Jackson. Jackson. <laughs> so, but yeah, and man, we the shoelace too. I remember homies used to do that too. I had cousins who did that shit too. It's crazy. You ever you ever like had an ideal style? Maybe maybe it was just me, bro, because I, I I wasn't really too knowledgeable about like the fashion back then. Like I knew what was in. Yeah. But I didn't really know, like, the ones and twos of how to make shit fly. You know what I'm saying? Coordinate. So, like, yeah. So, like, yeah. I would have the baggy pants and shit, right? And now I would tie them to my kicks, but something just fell off. Maybe, like, I tied too much, so it has, like, a little fucking horn now on my fucking sneaker. <laughs> it, it, it was something that was just off. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it wasn't, I know, no, no, I, I, get, I get you completely, bro. And that's how I was when I, fought, when I changed up from... Dressing real baggy to kind of fit it and kind mm-hmm. of changing my styles. Like, damn, this feels different. I don't feel I feel uncomfortable. Like, this isn't me. You know what I mean? Or in a certain way. But then once I start kind of get used to it, it's like, oh, okay, now 
But you know, like you, you yeah. pretty much years later, I'm pretty sure you don't got that horn. Oh no, no, no! You're like, you're not. Oh, okay, I know how I can tie this up. But you know what it is? It, it, it's crazy. It's like the the perception, like what what you're thinking, right? Because I'm I'm thinking like, yo, I'm I'm in the hood. I'm around all like my hood friends. Everybody likes rap and all yeah. this other shit, gangster music and all that. So like, this is how we dress. But I have like a rock influence of, like to me. Like I like the rock music. I watch the videos. So, like like, uh, like the, the cello say, oh, you're a rocker fool, huh? Yeah, so I'm over here like, I like the baggy shirt, but I think it would look good with like the fitted pants. Yeah. But in my head, it was like, nah, bro, you either rocking the baggy or you rocking the tight. And if you rocking the tight, you gay. Yeah, you gotta get the hot wear. topic T-shirt. Yeah, like, like that. Yeah, that's yeah. gay. No, yeah, that's what it was. It's very judgmental <laughs> stuff like that. Like I had uh, who was it? Uh, cousin of mine, Donovan. Real, real influenced by heavy metal rock. Like, I listened to it too. I, he would put me on to like Hollywood Undead. Yeah. Um, System of a Down. Um, there's actually a Trollo he created. Like, well, not created. I don't know. He probably be like the frontier of a thing called Trollo Goth. I don't know if you heard of it, bro. Oh, no. If y'all ain't ever heard about it, look up Prayers. There's a dude, his his homie that's the guitarist in this band, they do goth music, bro. They do like goth rap and, well, they do goth, not rap, they do goth rock, but they do it in Spanish too. They got Spanish songs. And his homie that does the guitar actually owns a, a coffee shop out here we can go check out. They're Latinos, bro. Oh, fresh. That fool that's in the, that band or the, the lead singer of Prayers, bro, he's actually from a, like a, a real known gang in San Diego and he's got it all tatted up. He did a video with all his homies and stuff like that. And you look at the video, this fool's got like black nail paint on and he's got like all these tattoos and he's got these little like, you know, like you see goth with like the, the, the nose piercings. ring to yeah. the to the ears, got the chain. Oh, no way. He's got black tight pants, black long shirts with the long midriff. And he's like got like, you know, it looks like a a, a a brim hat, but it's like a like a scarecrow hat all yeah. black with the, with the crow feather, like just straight goth, right? And then behind them is like fools with like like we seen today Dickies, Dickies. got the oversized, <laughs> they got Charger jerseys on, like all Chest crazy. Out, like. Yeah, homie, just straight posted, ready, ready for the action, right? So like, my cousin Donovan, <clears throat> he put me onto like music like that, Mexicano kids, Spanish, English, but and crazy thing is too, even in Mexico, bro, Mexico, a lot of Mexicano cats is like fuck with rock heavy, bro, like hardcore rock, metal stuff like that. Yeah. It was so cool, you know, you would see, and that's what we say, oh, you're a rocker, huh, fool? I'm like, yeah, I'm rock. See, like rock music. see, at least they will acknowledge you like, yo, you a rocker fool. Uh, like back home, it'd be like, oh, you listen to that white boy music. Like yeah. that that wasn't, I mean, not, it wasn't frowned upon. Loser. No, yeah, yeah, yeah but like, like they kind of treated, not treated you like, it wasn't like, oh, he listens to rock music. Let's, let's act funny. Yeah. It was just like, they always had to tease you about it. You yeah. Know not, I mean, they would tease him too. Cause like him and this other cat too, like my cousin Donovan, but my cousin Donovan had a bunch of cousins and shit like that. We were like, we grew up with this motherfucker. Like we knew a lot of homies knew him and stuff like that. He just had a different taste, different like and a different look. Mm-hmm. And to us, it was all different. Like, you know what I mean? It was like one and there was like 30, 40, 60 other kids that dressed the same, but he had a whole different standout. You know what I mean? And what do you call it? He, uh, I remember he came on picture day. Like, and, and it's crazy because like, you know, you have a dollar to, uh, what is it? Buck to untuck, mm-hmm. dollar dress day or whatever. Yeah, yeah dress you, down you, day. Yeah, dress down day. You can pay a dollar, dress down. And so on certain, like he would, you'd see him like he would have dickies for shorts and like, you know, your regular polo and he would wear chucks, right? So he already had like, you know, just a regular little fit. Everybody did. Everybody had the dickies. They wear the tube socks up to their like thigh and shit. Yeah. And had the chucks on. And I remember when we used to have those days, we dressed down, like he'd come through and it'd be like, a Lincoln Park black T-shirt with like black jeans, black on black van. Like we didn't even fuck with vans yet. We didn't even know they had slip on. We seen the vans with the laces, but we yeah. thought, oh, you got to skate, and you know what I mean. And he had the all black like checkered vans with the laces, and he had like the studded belts and shit like that. And you know what I mean. He had the long hair, and 
you know, he was on to that emo, you know what I mean? Like, rock music and stuff so was different, yeah. but, you know, it was like, ah, oh, shit's pretty cool, dog. And then years later, everybody started dressing in skinnies. right. Yeah, bro. It was like, it was just a little bit ahead of his time, you know what I mean? And everybody started wearing the, the vans, the different colorways, the the skinny jeans. And, yes, sir. And band t-shirts and stuff like that. Remember DCs? Yeah, DCs. DC you know, sneakers. I never I never got DCs. I always got Circus because it had like that. You know circus? Nah. The 50 50 circus. They're kind of like DCs, but they just had a different look and they're real fat shoes. They're sick, dog. Yeah. Like, I, 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 the only reason I, I liked them is because, like, some, some cholo ass fool, um, from some, some another hood, like, right down the way, all in the get up, right? And he had these all white puffy shoes. They're big. And I was like, damn, fools, big old stompers, huh? <laughs> and I looked and I was like, damn, but that shit looks sick, right? And, and uh, I was talking to him and stuff. We start chopping it up. He's like, yeah, homie, these are circus. His last name was Lopez. And on the sneaker, it says Lopez. That's why he bought them the 50-50 circle, whatever. Right. So he bought them just because of that. And then, but fools didn't say nothing to him. You know what I mean? Like, they, they kind of went well. And then I, I was like, I'm going to give me a pair of circles. I got me a pair of black and white ones. And I was like, dog, these are cold. Yeah. These are fucking, these are heat with the with the, with the Levi's or like with the Dickies. You know what I mean? The Ben Davis kind of look weird with them. So okay. I would always be with the Cortezes with the Ben Davis. Or yeah. the, or, I, and then honestly, I don't really do Chucks. No, you're not, bro. Cause I got flat feet. That's like a staple. I know, bro. So I had to do the, I had to do the Vans. Okay. When I when I figured out Vans was not just for skateboarding, but for people that suffer from flat feet. Yeah. I knew I had to get them. Nah. Yeah, sir. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, it, it it was definitely a little different back home. Rockaware was what we was rocking. Whatever your jean size fat was, farm. fat farm, South Pole. We had South Pole here. A lot of yeah. a lot of Cholo fools were wearing South Pole too. Like they they would rock that. Remember Triple Five Soul. Nah, we you don't remember Triple, triple Five? Soul. Were you were you even around for Triple Five Soul? I don't think so, dog. What was it? Ah, uh, damn! I, I know they made it like a sneaker. That yo, Jamie, pull that up. I think they made a fucking a sneaker, but I think it was just a clothes a clothing brand, Triple Five Soul. But was it like t-shirts and stuff? I think like so, yeah, it was just like three fives, like going across. Oh, like that. you know what? Old old shit. I think bro. I know exactly what you're talking about. I think I seen it on like. The when Atlanta came out with music, like anyone that rock with it, the jackets, yeah. they had the t shirts, yeah. Velour I, suits was popping back east, bro. You was it? A, if you had a velour suit, you was lit. And I, I used to have a bunch of fucking velour suits, bro. Sean John ones, like all colors, like wow, just dripping. Was it called Triple Five C? Triple Five Soul. Oh, Triple Five Soul, clothing for men, yeah, found on eBay. Nah, that, nah, I never seen this before. Yeah, that's some old shit. Like I remember my aunts and my uncles having fucking clothing from Triple Five Soul. Like, cause remember I used to wear hand me downs too. Like, yep, Triple Five Soul. Yep, exactly. Triple Five Soul. Sounds I, like a like a like a rap group from like you know what I'm saying? like <laughs> the Furious Five and Instagram Man's Flair. Yeah, I got a Triple Five Soul when I'm rocking the new and I'm coming out. Broken glass everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> and then yeah, but now we we oh man like I don't know and then, and then fashion kind of changed too as like time went on. And a lot of homies were kind of rocking with that, um, that Atlanta look when you started seeing like the Gucci Man, Jermaine Dupri, yep. Ludacris, like all the people from like the South and stuff like that. What well, What would you say is that Atlanta look, per se? Like, like off the top, like I was just watching a video, and it was like, you know that song with that when they go to, like come to Magic City or something like that. I'm trying to remember what the fuck the song was called. I just seen it the other day, hmm. but like. Bag like not I guess baggy jeans, but like they had like the Nikes on, you know what I mean? Like but like some crazy like Jordans. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Remember yeah. they had to do Nike shocks and yeah. they would have like 
the baggy like jerseys and they would have the the, the crazy new era cap yeah. and it'd be like a colorway that goes with the jersey. Okay, okay. They'd have like the armbands and shit like oh, that. Yeah, I was definitely on that way. Yeah, I was you know what I mean? We got on that too. Cause like once once I seen that, I was like, yo, I'm, I'm definitely getting a black Cardinals jersey and fucking wow. get some baggy ass pants and then gonna buy me some fucking Air Force Ones, Air Force Mids, you know, that's yeah. when we seen that. And then what was it like and also too is like as time and then from that era kind of went to like you remember like did you guys ever wear like we used to wear like the Air Force One lows you had to get the ankle socks yep you had the plaid uh, polo shorts <laughs> and then you had like the look with the long white tee you had to use like a silver chain you had the big face watch on you know what I mean and you Yo. was just cooling bro you know did you guys ever do that hell yeah bro the plaid shorts is what got me bro <laughs> that plaid and it's like the pastel like it looked like a picnic basket for Easter yeah, and shit like yeah. that like the colorway but and you see, we had we had a store back home in the hood. It was called VIM. And VIM, you could buy a bunch of fucking plaid cargo shorts, like, for the low. You could get, like, a deal, like, two for 20 or something like that. Oh, for real? All that dudes used to go crazy. All you needed was a fresh-ass pair of plaids. As long as you had, like, your Jordans or your Nikes that matched and a tee, a solid tee color that matched, you yeah. were straight, bro. Yeah. You were straight. Hell yeah. And then you just kind of went and focused on your colognes and shit. Gonna get a fire-ass fucking cologne. Would you get cool water? Uh, uh, nah, I used to get Chrome. Uh, I feel like it's called Isimiyaki. Isimiyaki? Yeah, there's a, there's a cologne called Isimiyaki. Um, I used to fuck with that shit heavy. Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit, yeah, I know talk oh, about Fahrenheit. Oh, God, I love Fahrenheit, bro. Fahrenheit. I know, like, shit. all the Mexican dudes out here, and they can relate to this. Like, everybody got Chrome. Oh, Chrome! chrome I love me some like, fucking Chrome, bro. Hey, chrome was the motherfucking thing to get, you know what I mean? I, I'd had Chrome. I had I had cool water, too, to throw it back, you know what I'm saying? Try to see if the older ladies would smell me. <laughs> um... Curve, you can't curve, forget. Curve, yeah, you can't forget about curve. They even had it in the spray can too. Yes, you know sir. what I mean? But we can't forget about you know the one and only Axe body spray. Nah, just kidding. <laughs> hey man, you put ass, that shit on, yeah. Axe body spray, bro. It smells like a fucking locker room, dog. Holy like I was like, damn, it smells like a like you, you you smell somebody. I'm like, it just takes you back to like that smells like a locker room in yeah. here. What the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Dudes be wearing Axe and shit like that. But yeah, like I yeah do I would do Chrome, Cool Water, and um. Nautica, Nautica, whatever. Oh, Nautica is fire. I yeah. still buy Nautica to this day. See, and I used to get the Nautica plaid shorts at Ross. That's oh, how yeah. I used to get mine. I, all my plaid shorts got them at Ross Marshalls. Some fools would get them at Polo. I'd be like, damn, I thought they could get them at Ross or Marshalls. Fuck no, dog. You cannot find that shit. That shit was uh, exclusive. And for $80, I'm, I'm cool. You know what I mean? I'll go to yeah, hell no. Ross Marshall for $10, maybe even 12 You know what I'm saying? Got a little 20 I could spend. Go and then back in the day, I don't know about you guys, but back out here, like we had K Momo, and then one, one I used to go to Seuss Fashion. Mm. It was right there on Forty Third. Now it's like a cricket store, but you should go there. You can get, like, you can get pro clubs. It was five for ten. You can get triple A's. Then you can get like fuck six of them bitches for like ten dollars back in the day. You should be able to get a lot of plain tees for like ten bucks. That's now it's, it's like two for ten. Now fuck, some of them are just like one for ten. You know yeah, what I mean? You're like yeah. damn, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Yeah, and you can't play. get triple A. You wash that shit, and then, you know, I'm trying to put it on. You know what I'm saying? My muscles don't let me fucking, you know, I'm ripping through the fucking <laughs> seam. But I always get the Pro Club, and um, they used to have this one called Dream 5, like a plain tee. But honestly, they had the same material as, like, Pro Club, and they used to have the tall tees with them, too. Mm. And I don't know if you guys ever did it, but we used to layer our, our, our tall tees. Oh, dude. Like, you'd have a, a black tee, but you had, like, a red one underneath, underneath. or a white one underneath. So like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's two We used to do that out. with the long sleeves. You oh, ever did real? that? Nah. Oh, wait. Like, like, you used to have, like, a like a long sleeve, like, thermal tee. Yeah. 
and it'll maybe be like white, and then you'll throw like a black short sleeve tee on yeah, top. Yeah, we used to so do that like too. Two-tone. It's like you have yeah. the black tee, but with the white arms and shit. Yeah, we used, we used to do, do that, that shit yeah, too. Yeah. That shit was always dope, man. Damn, bro. I forgot about that. I Oh my God. I cringe when I think about that shit. For real? That shit was so weird. Now that I think about it, it was just like, it was so off. Like, I guess because the fashion, that's just what it was, right? But, it but was back then, so you was baggy. really hitting that shit. You was like, man, I I'm was. fucking coming through. I'm going to be looking like the flyest motherfucker out here at the Legit. dance. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to lean with it, rock with it. I'm going to snap my fingers. I'm going to fucking do the, crank the soldier boy on it, it sucked. For me, it sucked. You know why? Because like I grew up with my hood friends, and that was just like how we grew up. We The music, the music videos, the, everything was like our influence. But at a certain point, I got pulled out of public school, and I got put into a private school. So oh. my, private, my private school was full of uh, Italians and, and Polish. Oh, for real? Yeah, so when we used to go to like the school dances, mind you, there was still a couple dudes in the hood that went to that school too, so I could yeah. feel left out. So when we would pull up to dances, like we all roughly dressed similarly, right? Yeah. But it just made me feel weird because look at, look at my skin tone, bro. Like yeah, you, you like would have thought I was a fucking an you Irish could, you dude. Could you know what I'm saying? Or, or an Italian, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. when they see me, they're looking at me like an, as an equal and they think, Oh, you trying to be like these Spanish kids? It's like I am fucking Spanish, motherfucker. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's the worst. Huh? Like, yeah, I feel bad for my little brother too, cause he's like light skinned as fuck, bro. And but you know he grew up a whole lot different than everybody else and stuff like that. So he goes to school and they're like, "Oh, you're Mexican?" Like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm Mexican." What the fuck are you talking about? And so it's just crazy. It's, it is, you know. Damn. So you had to go through that. They, they used yeah. to think that shit. They, they like, oh yeah. They, they, my nickname was every white. Boy name you could think of. White boy, Blanco, really? fucking... Anything. We call him Wero out here. I don't think you got called Wero, huh? Wero? Nah. It means like white boy? Nah. In Spanish? They'll call me gringo and gringo shit like that. Like that. You know? But then like when I talk my little Spanish, they be like, oh. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's crazy, man. Uh, yeah, dog. You're going in there, you're infiltrating all the fucking Italians and Polish people hearing them say all that crazy shit, huh? Yeah. They're like, hey, Brian, can you believe what they do over there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like, yo, what the fuck? Those homie? fucking Puerto Ricans <laughs> over there. I'll be like, yeah, those fucking Puerto Ricans. God <laughs> damn it. And I go back to the Puerto Ricans. Like, yo, you hear these white people we talk about, y'all? Yeah, Bradley, Bradley, Bradley said some crazy shit about wow. Mofongo, bro. He was, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to smack the shit out of him. I, could, I had to hold it back. Yeah, <laughs> bro. But it's cool, though, dog. I know the way he walk home, we could jump him. Nah, just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he walk home, bro. He didn't even take the buzz uh, like that, bro. Dude. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was real, like, it, it was it was weird being in a private school and whatnot. But it helped me out, so I, I couldn't complain. But I do appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I feel like in my hood, you kind of are nurtured to go to these specific schools and that's kind of like the trend if you grew up in the neighborhood yeah so it's like you went to this elementary school and then nine times out of ten if you live in the neighborhood you're probably going to go to this junior high school and then nine times out of ten when you graduate you're most likely going to go over here yeah Yeah. so you got to get out of your environment a little bit and kind of see something different Yeah, Yeah, yeah yeah no that's perfect you know what i mean like i think that's good I mean, but also too, like I liked it that I was in my neighborhood and in my same school and got to see the same homies that I grew up with and talk to and stuff like that. Oh yeah, I got to still see the homies and shit. It was just uh, we just didn't have the same school, but we didn't have the classes. No hey, more. would you would you be would it be different for like learning for them too? Because they in public and private, but like oh, you guys barely learn how to do multiplication. Yo, for real, yeah. it was crazy because I was I was I left at the same grade as them, yeah. but my schooling like okay, how do I explain this? So my last year of public school was fourth grade. Okay. Right? So when I got pulled out, they put me in for fifth grade. But fifth grade in the private school was the last year before you went to middle school. Yeah, like junior, like the steps of junior high, right. most of the thing. But yeah, in yeah. the public school where my boys was at, it was sixth grade. 
Yeah. So once you grew, finish sixth grade, you're out of elementary. Now you're in junior high or middle yeah. school. That's how it was here. Like you go first to sixth. Yeah. Regular like elementary, middle school, or like elementary, whatever. Yeah, middle school, and then seventh, eighth was like junior high. Oh yeah. Now for me it was. So luckily, since I wasn't there all the way from kindergarten, I just popped in in fifth grade, did one year there. Then next thing I was in fucking junior high, six, seven, and eighth, and then ninth through twelfth was in high school. You know what I'm saying? So I'm mm-hmm. like. All right, so I would say all, I would always shit on my boys like, man, I'm going to middle school. Y'all motherfuckers is barely leaving elementary yeah. school. Y'all little sixth grade guys like you in sixth grade too. Like yeah, but I'm in the middle school. Yeah, it's right a whole now. different ball game, Facts. bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We got different recesses yeah. and shit. You guys know how to kick it with them. You guys get lunch with them. And they used to be like, yeah, but well, you gotta wear a uniform, motherfucker. Like uh, I'm sagging though. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sagging, and I can I can put my top button on. Yeah, hey, you know what's crazy? I rather I would, I would rather have to have uniform than have to dress in my regular clothes every single fucking day. Oh, you know, because uniform is just regular. Like you can be like, all right, cool, like. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I don't got the newest shit or the newest gear or whatever, at least, you know what I mean? I got the, the dickies and the polo. Like, I'm good. I'll go to school. I ain't, ain't nobody going to tell you, yo, you wearing those fucking dickies like three days in a row, bro. Like, Actually, I have, bro, because oh, it's a yeah. uniform. Nah, I didn't get I got all like, oh, like, my bad, dog. Yeah, like, yeah. But yeah, bro, I remember, like, shit, dog. I was like, what? Mm, six, um, what is it? Like, yeah, sixth grade, like. We started already moving classes because they wanted to get ready for junior high. I'm like, man, it's down the fucking hall. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not going to be nothing crazy. Like, oh, you're going to get lost once you get to high school, this and that. You should tell us. Because you had to switch classes and shit like that. Like, yeah. you go to reading to your English. And it wasn't the same teacher. And I was so used to that. And I was like, yo, this is kind of weird. But I actually kind of liked it, too. And then they took away where it used to be like, you 10, go to this class. This 10, go to that class. This 10. You know what I mean? You guys all go to reading together. And then y'all, all, all the rest, you go to the English, to the math. To, you know what I mean? Like how it is in high school. Yeah. Then they stopped that shit and kind of went in a rotation. So, like, everybody goes from this class to this class to that class. You know, but I remember our teacher said, you're going to get lost in high school. Watch this and that. That's all we do. That's what we used to get mad. Like, yo, just leave us in the fucking classroom. Like, I'm tired <laughs> of getting up, walking from here, going to Mr. Ramos's class. And I got to get up, going over here to Mr. Strahan's class. Say, yo, I know it's only, like, maybe 10 steps max. But still, like, do I really got to get up and fucking learn, like, social studies over here or right. anything like just was you not fucking smart enough to learn all these basic things when you was in school nah just gonna like, <laughs> get them all mad and shit but yeah man I remember shit like and I don't know how was it for you but like high school was cool cause you got to wear the fashion and stuff like that and I kinda changed my game up you know what I mean I went from like the baggy clothes diggy stuff like that started getting more fitted yeah yeah getting more into like I used to wear like DC shirts and shit I used okay. to like how that was DC and then I kinda just went plain tees with like jeans and shoes and then it's fucking slippers, basketball shorts, and a t-shirt with a hat. And I said, yeah. so I went to school with boom, 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 boom. Just getting yeah, out. Yeah, it was a crazy transition just trying to wear fitted clothes, right? Because it's like I came from an era where you watch fucking basketball and these basketball players is rocking like 3X polos with like fucking big ass baggy jeans, shorts. Shorts are hitting their ankles and shit. With, with and you're like, what the George? fuck? Yeah, and it's just like shit looks off. And then when you start seeing like the more nicely fit, you're like, all right. And me, I made the mistake. I was like, oh, shit, yeah, I want to wear, like, figured pants. And I went and bought my, my ass a fucking pair of super skinny jeans. Would you go to Anchor Blue? Anchor Blue? What the fuck is that? Oh, you guys don't have that out there? Uh-uh. What's so that? back, Anchor Blue was like a whole jean store. Like, it was all, because they used to have um, regular, taper, fitted, um, low cut, um, boot And I cup. never knew what these shits meant. But check it out. I'm not done, dog. They're skinny, super skinny. Extra skinny. What the fuck? And extreme skinny. Get the fuck out of here. Then they had baggy, beyond baggy, extra baggy, boot cut baggy. They had a bunch, bro. It was a big ass jeans circle, anchor blue, bro. You know what I mean? And that was like, I you couldn't really go 
too fucking baggy. Like I was like, I, I remember I bought one pair of Anchor Blue Beyond Baggy Pants. And honestly, fucking trash. I'm glad they're out of business. I washed them one time and the <laughs> fucking pants were ruined, dog. I was like, yo, because you mean you wear your jeans a couple times, whatever, you know what I'm right, saying? Right. You don't wash them that much, you know what I mean? This and that. But I, I was like, yo, man, these motherfuckers is kicking, bro. I got I to gotta wash them, you know what I mean? So I, I threw them in the washer, took them out, go to dry them. And I kid you not, dog, one pant leg was longer than the other. Whoa. I don't know how the fuck this happened. I was like, yo, this makes no goddamn sense. Sorry, Lord. But I was like, this, <laughs> what the fuck? And it had like all these little like like weird ass, like the color like bleached out and it looked all weird. And I was like, man, fuck this. So I, I never bought Inca Blue after that again. But I remember homies used to go there and buy like the super, super skinnies, extreme skinnies. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like the basically leg-ons. But jean color way, you know what I mean? It was crazy, dog. You know, yeah. I'm surprised you guys had no ink or blue. Nah, dude, that's weird. I never heard of any of that. I mean, we had like little, like I said, VIMs. Like that's where you could go and buy like some Levi's. He's like, yeah, motherfucker, like Young Sailor, Ron, Gucci, Gucci. No, 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 nah. no, 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 no. You can't buy that there. Hell, nah. Hell, and VIM, hell no. VIM was more like. What's that VIM stand for? Uh, I really don't know. It's just a clothing store? It's just a clothing store that they had. It's literally just an acronym. It says V-I-M with the dots and all that other shit. Would it be like a like a store you see at like the mall? Like maybe what would be similar I wanna to see, that? I, I want to say it's more like our version of a K-Momo. Oh, for real? The yeah. one stop for hip-hop shop? Right. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. They got they sell sneakers downstairs and all that shit. They got two, two floors? Yeah. Damn. They what sell the fuck? belts, buckles. That's the only reason I want to... I mean, that's another reason I'm going to New York because her like, journey is like three stories. Yeah, yeah. Some the, of the, the shit in the mall, and then there's some like Nike stories, like two stories in the Nike store or at the mall. I'm like, damn, the fuck, two stories. You know, I'm yes, used to sir. one stories and shit like that. <laughs> I was like, fuck, it's a big ass mall. It's crazy how fashion turns from like, yo, you rocking Sean John, or you rocking this and rocking that, and then you fast forward to today, and this is like Amiri's. Amiri's, the fuck is Amiri's? You know, the Mary jeans this is what all the fucking rappers wear nowadays. Dog, I don't got rapper money. Bro, I feel you. <laughs> and, uh, it's, I it's still crazy. stick to the same thing, like Levi's. Hey, you know what? These shorts are actually South Pole shorts. I That's kid fresh. you the fuck not. I got them at, I want to say K-Momo, dog. Yeah. Because sometimes I just go in there get playing tees and shit, and I just seen them, and it was on clearance, and I was like, damn, let me get these motherfuckers right mm-hmm. here. Bottom and shit. And then, what is it? Uh, I still get like Dickie shorts, too. Them shits is fucking fresh. I like Hell Dickie yeah. cargo shorts. Those are always the best to get. Fucking Aeropostale was a thing. You remember Aeropostale? Yep. Yeah, Fools used to rock Aeropostale. Aeropostale. Whatever the fuck you want to call Eagle. it. American Eagle was a big thing. Mm-hmm. What was like the biggest things in fashion like during your high school time? Um, was it baggy still? Yeah, it was st- it, it was transitioning because I think around that time, that's when like, you're a jerk. Oh, yeah, you're, you're a, a jerk. jerk. So yeah. everybody's like, oh, I want a jerk. I want to wear skinnies and some yeah. fucking dunks and look fresh. And like that, that it was like at that time where like being artistically like out there with your clothing, it was, yeah. was popping. So, like, you could wear, like, red skinnies with, like, red and orange kicks and then an orange tee. And with like, a domo hat, trucker domo saying? hat or some like, shit. And yeah. And niggas was rocking fucking raccoon feathers at the back of their pants and shit like that. <laughs> For real? Oh, oh yeah, 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 They were, they were. You remember when dudes used to rock fucking, like, those long keychains? The coin click? pouches, too? Yeah, the coin pouches, but yeah. then those long chains that they'll clip to like their uh, belt and they go to the wallet or something like that. And it goes to like the back of their pants. It's yeah. like a long chain that hangs. Oh, dude, motherfuckers was heavy with that shit. Like, yeah, yeah, oh, I hear it was like that too. I mean, I remember like fashion went from like what we used to wear all cholo'd out. And I remember seeing dudes like having baggy pants and then plain tees. So the next time I'm seeing them in like the chucks that they used to wear, you know what I'm saying? But they got skinnies on, yeah. a, an Obey or Diamond t shirt. 
or they got you know what I mean like diamond hat or like a snapback. Snapback fucking blew out the game when yep. when everybody started wearing snapbacks and shit like that and Kid Ink and Tiger and everybody was Which wearing is them bugged and shit out like because that. everybody and their mama was going hard trying to buy a fucking fitted. Yeah, everybody was trying to catch a fitted. Yo, what was your size? What's your size? I'm a seven and one fourth. I'm a seven and three quarters. Like you needed to know your size. Now it's just like ah, just get me a. Snapback. Snapback. Well, now it's coming back to fitted game because yeah. like all these crazy colorways and all these little drops that Hat Club and Liz does. And what's crazy is Hat Club started out here in Arizona. No way. Yeah, it started out here in Arizona. They used to be right next to Industrial Skate Shop, bro. I remember we went by there one time, me, the DM, and some other dudes and shit like that. I don't know for what the fuck they were doing. We just kind of went over there with them and shit. We walked over to the warehouse because it was next to ours. And then, yeah, now I think the headquarters is in New York. I don't know where the headquarters is. I know there's one in New York. And a couple other places too. Yeah, cause they started out here, bro. Yeah, I, I've been to the one out here. Yeah, it's in uh, the mill, right? They got all of them. They got every mall has a hat club. Really? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah that's yeah, true. That's yeah. true. Chandler does have one too. Yeah, every outlet, every mall, they all have a hat club, and I fuck with hat club heavier than Liz. Liz was cool, you know what I mean? You get certain. There's certain. Like, they started doing drops too, Liz. So I would get some of their stuff too, and then mainly I would just always be at hat club even as a youngster, mm. and I always knew my hat size. Like you had to know your hat size. And I remember fools used to get bigger. So they could tuck their ears into the hat. That was my big problem. I didn't know how to wear hats back in the day. Oh, for real? So I would buy fucking figures, bro, and my ears would be hiding in there. And I used to think, like, damn, I think my ears are supposed to be out. Yeah, And then when I pulled them out, it was like, I look like a fucking elf. Like, what yeah, the fuck is going yeah, on? Like, all big and shit. And yeah. I, I, I would be like. I hate that shit. I have big ass fucking Dumbo ears and shit like that with my motherfucking hat on. But, you know, I like, yeah, like you said, like, you got to know your hat size. You walk in there, like, can you get, I get I'm a seven three eight, but I can get away with a seven and a half. You know what I mean? I leave it in the sun for a little bit, let it shrink up or whatever the fuck. <laughs> shit like that. Oh, you get a haircut, you fucked. Oh, yeah. It's all loose. <laughs> it doesn't fit the same anymore. You know I what I mean? I still go through that problem. Damn. And then, like, I mean, with snapbacks, too, I still get snapbacks to this day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, there's some fucking fire ass snapbacks you can't find in a, in a new era fitted type of way. That's very true. You know what I'm saying? Very that retro true. shit like that. That's crazy, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, because we went through that whole, like, when the jerky music came out, we had a lot of fools and dancing for no reason like that. Yeah, and, man. you know. And, then, was, uh, and look at it now. Like, look at the way music is now. I feel like back then, music definitely had purpose. There was mm-hmm. a lot of meaning and there was, like, messages in there and just people just being whatever. And now it's just more. And, and this was just crazy about hip hop, bro, because if you, really, if you really look at it and break it down, what is hip hop? It's really just a reflection of the streets. At the, the time, environment and shit like at the that. time, yeah. right? Because, at, if you want to get technical, the first historical hip hop song was that. I said a hip, hop, a hip, a hip, it's like a hip, hip pop. You don't stop the rock, do the bang, bit, right? And then it's like you think about dudes like Melly Mel and, and like the Furious Five, whatever, and it's like broken glass everywhere. Like they're talking about shit that was happening in their hoods, in that town or whatever. Like at the time, like struggles yeah. that they were going through. You know what I'm saying? And if you really pay attention to the timeline of like music, where it's at now, it's 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 revolved around gangs, bro. It's revolved around that gang culture. That shit is cool. I remember back when I was in high school, if you did this, you was a Latin king. Yeah. If you did this, you was a crip. If you did this, you was a blood. Now this kid's doing this shit all fucking Yo, day in you pictures. See, it's bro. crazy. That's what I mean, we day. talked about it before with social media influence of like how like Maxo Cream, he always said it best. He said it the best. Like, you know, rap and music was like to kind of like talk about your environment, this and that. But now since it's so commercialized, now since it's so seen from social media to these platforms, you got kids doing that. You got kids throwing up these signs and shit like that. Or like not even like having a, 
having someone there that is knowledgeable, like an old head or an OG in their neighborhood, which is probably not even like a real bad area. They're probably middle class kids or they're probably kids that, you know, they're influenced by the music. So they all get together and they're like, yo, you know, I fuck with this artist and this is who he is. This is where he's from. Oh, and their bloods or all the cribs or all mm-hmm. the this, all of that. All right, shit, we're going to do it because we're going to emulate that. And we got like eight of us and we'll start it and then we'll start branching out and getting more people in it, more people in it. And it's like, you know what I mean? You see, you know, Timothy and all his friends and they wearing red rags and shit yeah, and they got bro. the true religion on and, you know, polo t-shirts and like, what the fuck is going on? You That's, know what I mean? And you see the you see the house and it's like, wow, man, you live in a, a DeLorean architect building? That's nice, shit. bro. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy, bro. It, 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 it is what, uh, what they say is like, you know, you, you get influenced by what you watch, you know what I mean? And then yes, you also sir. get influenced by the crowd of people you're with, you know what I mean? Your environment. So like, if those knuckleheads are doing that and, and it's crazy because Man, I just, I don't know. It's, that's, yeah, that's just wild. Cause yeah, the hip hop thing and everything, like, yeah. Look at, look at, look at this dude 6'9. Yeah. Look at how he the fuck came about. I, I'm gonna be real with you, bro. I was listening to 6ix9ine before he went mainstream. You know what's crazy? And I was gonna bring it, um, so I did an interview with Bodega Bams in, high, in college at ASU. Oh, He's from fresh. Spanish Harlem. I know that. That's what's up. Yeah, I had a, a podcast named The Spark, and then we had this thing, like an assignment, find somebody you like that's in a business or work you want to do. And I want to do like entertainment. I don't want to rap or anything like that, but I want to do like podcasts, entertainment, like some type of, something like that, communicatively, you know what I mean? Or be in a mix of like doing stuff, planning, whatever. Um, So I reached out to him because he does clothing, music. He does like different type of things, you know what I mean? That, you know, he has a big ass, like, you know, mindset and like more of just, he's not just really rap. He does a lot of things outside of that. And so I, I was doing the interview and I remember thinking in my head, like, I want to, and it's crazy because this, this is how it leads in. I wanted to ask him like, yo man, like, um, you, 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 cause I had a thing on there where I was like, you put on a lot of Latin artists cause I've listened to music so far. I remember back in the day, me and my cousin would be out there being fucking dumb in the, in the black on black talent bumping, um, Fucking ASAPian Bodak Bams. I thought they told you. I told y'all that was a song, a fucking banger, and that was our hype music for whatever we're gonna do. He started laughing, and then I, I was like, then I started getting like other songs that you were in with like other artists. You know what I mean? And I was naming them off, I'm trying to think of the top of my head, but I fucking bang my head up. <laughs> <laughs> and so like, like Joel Ortiz. I know he was from Slaughterhouse, but then I heard more songs. It's my dog from, Joel. You know, projects. Yeah, from Bodega Bams. And then he had like another song. There was a song called Tres Leches. Mm-hmm. He did another song with um, this other dude, Hex, or something like that. Another Latin artist. And the other one I was going to say was the the first time I ever heard Takashi 6 9 was with you. You did a song with him back in the day. And I was going to bring up like, that's crazy to see where his success went and like how it is now. Because it was during that time where he was doing his year stint, Takashi. Yeah. But I remember talking to people and then like, my homie's like, nah, don't bring it up, bring it up. Because maybe he don't want to talk about that. Maybe people don't even know. Maybe don't want to. Homie, literally the fucking documentary for Hulu drop and they have him interview for Takashi. They talked about yeah. him. Hey, you're the one that did the video with them and this and that. And I literally had that on my fucking pen and pad, dog. Yeah. I literally did my, I not did my research. I knew about it because I seen the video. That's the first time I heard Takashi 6 9 because that video was so fucking raw. I remember my cousin's like, hey, remember that fool I put you on to Bodega Bands this and that? And I was like, yeah. Yo, bro, he just dropped a song with this fool right here. This fucking, I, we thought he was, uh, we didn't even know he was Mexican, bro. We thought he was like an Asian rapper because remember like Bathing A or that Domiga, that one song that came out, Ichima. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Ichima yeah. song came out, so we thought this dude was like Takashi Six Nine was like a, like one of those dudes, or whatever, from like uh, China. Talk because he would do a lot of songs with artists from all over, this and that. Facts, he did. And so he did that song with like 
Because now we're watching a video like, damn, we're fucking shooting heroin in this video? Guys, damn, you know what I mean? Like, looking at it like, <laughs> what the fuck? Where they at, bro? Like, this is, that's some crazy shit. You know what I mean? They're like driving around, they're doing the song. And Takashi went hard on that fucking song. Yeah. Ambo Digger went hard. And I remember I was going to bring that up. Like, like, did you see like the, the you know, that, that fire that he was going to set off in New York where he was going to be like the biggest thing, this whole fucking, this news, everybody's talking about him. He's this crazy ass dude. He's got this fucking like drill music of New York. He's got yep. all these face tattoos. Like the color hair, all yeah, that. He's getting hype. He's doing this and that. He's making people mad because of who he is and how he is and how he's acting. You know what I mean? But he's still like being fucking raw, thugging it out this and that. And, like, and then to see where he ended up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. did you see that? Did you did you ever talk to him? I wanted to bring it up, but then I was like, nah, maybe he don't want to talk about that. You know what I mean? It's probably something he's like, nah, man, I don't want... You know what I mean? Like, not to, like, you know, get him mad or this what, and that. Was this after Takashi snitched? Yeah, bro, this oh, is when yeah, he was doing yeah, the year okay, stint. Okay. He was doing that year stint. So oh, after he, after you, after okay, he snitched, okay. everything like that. And, dog, I kid you not, that that week, two weeks later, Hulu dropped the documentary about Takashi 69, and I literally, like, watched it, and fucking Bodega Bams are interviewing oh, yeah, him facts. because of that video and this and that. And I was like, man, see, this is why I want to be a reporter. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, I was like, yo, I had the Narward questions right there in uh, the fucking pocket. Yeah, I, I seen that documentary too. And I seen a couple homies in there that I was just like, I didn't even know you fucked with Takashi. Yeah. Like, my homie, uh, uh, fucking Shadow from, from Loaf Music. Like, I didn't even, like, and I was fucking with Loaf for a minute because Loaf Music, bro, shout out to Loaf. Shout out to Shadow the Great, all those dudes, man. They true blue hip hop, like, they was they was putting out the boom bap when the boom bap died out and nobody was rocking with boom bap like they was still making like that underground hard shit yeah you know what I'm saying and to 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 look at the documentary was like oh shit like you guys were really in there firsthand with Takashi like in the beginning that shit blows my mind right yeah and it's just like holy shit but like I would I would listen to his music because people forget I don't even want to say people forget the people who was rocking with him from the beginning? No. The people who just got put onto him because in the mainstream, they don't know. He was a, like you said, a rocker fool. Yeah, right? a rocker like, fool, dog. He a Mexican kid, Mexican, Puerto Rican. He Is he Mexican, Puerto Rican or Mexican, me Jewish? No, he's Mexican, Puerto Rican, bro. Yeah, because I remember they something he said like, oh, my dad's Jewish or some shit. And no, I was no, like, no, no. he's his, Mexican and Puerto Rican? His dad was Puerto Rican. His mom was Mexican. Mexican yeah. His dad ended up dying. Yeah. And he's just been with his mom. So his Mexican side mainly comes from his mom. But he's Mexican and Puerto Rican and shit like that. But uh, yeah, when, when when all that shit came out, whatever, like he was doing that rock music. He was doing fucking tours in Serbia, in, in, this in, and that. Because I watched the thing Yugoslavia too. Yugoslavia and shit yeah, like that. Yeah, because he had a bigger, he was doing some music thing and he put it uploaded on some fucking thing. Like not like Spotify, Apple, but it was like this thing where like people from like Austria, people from yeah. like Ukraine, Russia, all those little countries, people from like the UK were listening to this shit and were fucking rocking with it. Yeah, you know dude. what I mean? And he just had that fucking energy that came through that no one really had at that time, man. Like drill music was drill music, this and that, but this drill music with that excitement and energy and that fucking just flow and the way he was and just yeah, it was he, crazy. He just had his own sound to it. Exactly. That screaming shit, I, yeah. I literally labeled it as like screamo rap. It was like yeah. he's, he's doing screamo rap. Yeah. That's really what it is. And like, Because you can't lie. I mean, a lot of people diss him now or hate on him, but I, I tell him. I guarantee you, if you go to that Apple or that Spotify yearly rap, your number one is going to be either, you know what I mean, Takashi. Like, during yeah. that whole time. Like, you know, when 50 came out the gate in 03, like, everybody was fucking with them, yes, buying sir. his CDs, buying his clothes, this and that. Like, when he came out, Fools was playing that, was it, Gummo and, yep. and Kuda and all that songs and shit like and that. that's the shit, man. Kind of tying back to what we're going into is just, like, how hip-hop influences what's going on in the street. You got a motherfucker like Takashi that's not about that life. 
Nope. He's never was about that life. He was just about his own music and whatnot. He ran into a, a bunch of blood dudes where he figured like, damn, I feel like at the time he knew how to market it, how to market, especially gang culture, because they see how, how yeah. that shit rocks. Let me let me take a break real quick. Hold on, one second, yeah. All right, back at it. Yeah, man. So we're talking about that whole Tsukashi thing. Yeah, man. So it's like, it's just bucked out. Like, cause he, he was just a rocker dude, bro. And then. He, we're talking about how he knew how to market it. Right, right. He knew how to market. I feel like he was smart because he knew how to market that gang shit because he knew people were just on that. Like, if you really, if you really dig in deep and, and, and you get personal, right? Think about those times when you're getting dressed, you about to go party, or maybe you at the club already, or whatever. You could be. At the club, maybe getting ready for the club, whatever. You playing music. Yeah. And then, like, some gangster ass, like, Meek Mill come on. Or some, like, some, like, Lil Wayne shit. From, oh, for like, us, it was 3 6 Mafia. You know, like, some shit where, 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 where they talk about they set or they be like, they throw up something. You know, like, you get in your bag. Yeah. When you do that, like, you be in the bathroom, you be, ah, uh, you be vibing to the lyrics. If you know the lyrics says throwing up Big B, like, you throw up your Big B's proudly. Like, you do yeah. that shit. Like, and now it's just become such a of a norm and a fag for like Instagram and all that. Like it just kind of gets swept under the rug, and that's why I'm saying like I feel like he he knew how to capitalize Martin, on yeah. that shit. So when he went and met with these blood dudes, it was just like yo, because I heard before originally he met up with some crib guys or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, that's he, where the whole skunk gang shit came from. Yeah, and he came he came up and he had like. A duffel bag full of blue bandanas, yeah. freshly bought this and that. Like we're gonna do this, we're gonna do that, and they're like, "Oh, what, yo, yo, son, like you not from our hood, like you ain't, you know, we at least got to jump you in, you right, know what right, I mean? right? You at least you gotta take sixty seconds, you know what I <laughs> mean? And if not, then you could just shoot out the way, you know. So, but I remember hearing that, and then go continue. Yeah, bro. And then it's just like he linked with these blood dudes, and like he made a deal. He was like, "Yo, listen, I don't know who exactly he spoke to. He spoke to one of the head dudes. I don't know if it was Shaggy or whatever. Because if you really do your like research, Shaggy has nothing to do with Treyway. For real? Like, if you look at when when you start, I think they were in the documentary. Yeah. The original members that started like Treyway or like the original fan, like it was like some some yeah. regular degular people that were in the video and whatever. But Shaggy was just like the face, along with like like Takashi. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just Chef, like, for a long time, I thought Shotty was Freddie Gibbs. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> he would snitch too. Like. Yeah, no. you know what I'm saying. But it, it, it's it's sad when you look at how shit is now, and and kids really following that footsteps. Yeah. Not so much in the footsteps of like, oh, I'm gonna go join a gang and then snitch, right? Someone might do that. Someone might do that. Yeah. But someone might also look at it in a broader perspective and be like, yo, I got a cousin who's blood. I got a couple friends whose blood like i could probably rock out a video have the minute throwing up a flag and i could do it too yeah and i'll probably get mad views on that just because the beat is hard okay maybe i don't got hard lyrics but my flow is good the look looks hard you know the, what I mean? the vibe and everything is real dritty and like real like gangsta and that's what people want to hear yeah because you know he saying? he sold that image but also how he sold that sound that sound like you said like you could listen to that shit and get fucking crumped in the car yeah. going all crazy and yeah, shit like legit. that and then with him screaming it right and it's yeah. like, ah, like you got the Stephia. Exactly. Like you're like, oh shit, like it don't make sense. It's gibberish, yeah. but it flows. The beat is fire. It got you. It, it's just it's like the club effect, bro. Yeah. It's like when you're in a club and you hear a song, it's like you don't care about lyrics in the club. You care about what the vibe is like, what the music is like, how it makes you feel, if, if you're catching a vibe and all that shit, right? So same thing with him, bro. 
I just feel like he just took that shit too far with that gang shit. Like he got too involved, yeah. and they let him in too much too. And that's and that's what people always say. They're like, oh well, that's on him. He knew what he was getting himself into, and and in turn, I just feel like so did they. That's why fifty fifty split. Like bro, you know I mean, he was getting into something he shouldn't have got into, and they were letting him in to too much of what he shouldn't have known about. And then you know he was like, you see those videos of him, and he's talking about I got thirty thousand on this shit. This is right. that right? And it's kind of like that thing of where it's like. Now he's feeling comfortable to kind of talk this certain way and act this certain way, especially like around these dudes. And they're kind of like opening up to him, this and that. And then he's getting mad when they're pressing him. And then they they, they pulled up on him. They robbed him. And then he's getting mad. They fucked his bitch, yeah, this and that. And it's yeah. kind of like a lot of that shit happens, homie. Yeah. Sorry to say it, dog. You know what I mean? And, and, and if your lady wasn't faithful or loyal or, you know what I mean, you were doing your thing with other chicks and she felt she had to do it and she wanted to get back at you even 10 times harder and fuck with your older homie or whatever, this and that. That that always happens in hoods. A lot of people yeah. are talking about that. It happens in a lot of neighborhoods where it's like, you know, homie's over here, got his lady, but, you know, fucking doesn't know that she's fucking around with this other dude or this and that, and they're from the same neighborhood. You his know what his I mean? problem was he thought he was good just off the fact that he made this deal with these guys, right? Yeah. He's like, hey, guys, you know, you know, I ain't a, I ain't a gangbanger blood. You guys is blood. You know, maybe we could use each other to make some money. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. And I just feel like once shit really started working, homie went on like a power trip and thought like. Yeah. And would. then those fools, too, didn't settle down because I know that there was other things that they got hit with for racketeering and, yeah, yeah. and shit like that. So they're still moving and working the way that they were working and used to because they're like, well, you know what? This not for sure thing, you know, if this fucking doesn't plan out or pan out, whatever, the, you know, fuck with Takashi, whatever, you know, we still got to make money. We still got to run this. We still got to do that. We yes, still got to do this. You know what I mean? So it kind of was like he's tied into that, you know yeah. what I mean? Being with them, hanging out with them, those some boys and shit like that. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's crazy. The one I give mad respect to is like Bobby Schmurda. Oh, facts. You know what I mean? Like to go into and go in there and then have a plea deal or like to go in there and say, yeah, we'll give you, we'll give you five. But we, uh, but if you take this plea deal, all your homies got 10, 12, 13, this and that. But if you take this plea deal, you know, instead of taking five, we'll give you all seven. All of you seven, you take a plea deal, guilty, this and that. Fuck it. Let's do it. Take, take, give me an extra <laughs> two years. And then they got out before him. Yeah, they did. I was like, holy shit. I was like, I thought you, I would have thought that Bobby would have got out first, but nah, nah they all, he was still fucking around, this and that. I had the, the, the interview with like million dollars worth of gains. Yeah. All like, he's called him Happy Feet he's and shit like that. He's dancing and shit. <laughs> And he's all, you know what I mean? He was talking about that shit, you know But you mean? see, the difference between Bobby is Bobby's a real banger, bro. He grew up with them, too. He, he grew up with them. Like, they had solid brotherhood through the yeah. gang and all that, and they rode out. Takashi didn't like nah. it was a it was a it was a it was a scam not a scam but like it was a scheme like they came was, up yeah. to, together it wasn't like and this is where I get tight when people are like no nah, fuck that he a snitch I uh, got like you play in the streets it's like that's fine but like I feel like the streets took a hit too yeah because you got this guy coming in basically using your image to help him blow up and yeah in return y'all getting money but now it's just like. He like y'all want to talk about code, right? Y'all yeah. not living up to code. You just put this dude down. They didn't fuck him up. They didn't bless him in. They didn't do any of that. You just brought him in off the strength of his talent. Didn't have to put in no work. No work. Didn't have to do anything to be solidified by his homies and his nothing. hood. Nothing. Yeah. But still threw all that responsibility on his back. Like yo, you gotta upkeep this. You gotta do that. You uh, God, like you can't snitch. You can't do that. And this is like, bro, I get it. If he was down. 
from the get and he knew everything cool but it was an agreement it was like yo bro you know we can make money together let's do that and it was like the minute he started power tripping they started treating oh yeah you want to be gang now we're going to treat you like gang yeah you know what i'm saying and that's and that's and a lot of kids these days are going to start steering towards that that's that's just what the music is about everything is about ops smoking packs doing this and if that's all you hear in the music that's what people are going to want to steer towards yeah you know what i'm saying and it's just like it's wild and you know now Takashi got a new song coming out on the fifteenth. Yeah, is it not? A, it's not a project. No, I, I don't even know, bro. But you know what? You it's crazy because it. he just dropped a little video, like that a little was, snippet. Oh, yeah. And and it's funny because he's in front of a project. It says like eight hundred or something, like Flushing Avenue, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Bro, that's in Brooklyn. That's the that's the um, what fucking projects is those, bro? I forget what fucking projects that is. There's some projects out in Brooklyn, bro. But like, real gangbangers. Yeah, in my hood, see that shit, and they expose that shit. Bushwick projects, as a matter of fact, that's what they, that's Bushwick. what it's called. Yeah. Okay. I seen. I got a homie. He 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 a blood. He don't fuck with six nine. He don't fuck with that shit, right? Yeah. Like gang culture, whatever, which is understandable. Um. So, Takashi posted that new video. He posted it up because he knew the guys from those projects. Yeah. He's like, yo, y'all fucking up right now. Like, y'all doing real bad. Like. And, and and it just it like when you really in there or you're a part of that, it sucks because you probably want to support Takashi because he's probably gonna throw y'all back. Yeah. And that's usually his MO. He's gonna throw you a bag real quick. Like, yo, come pull up my my video, whatever, whatever, whatever. Like, can I shoot out five you guys? Right, right, right. And I'm pretty sure half of those dudes in that video was just there just to show love because they fuck it, we probably gonna get a bag out of it. And now they got the whole hood looking at them like. Yeah, y'all project's fucked up. You want to be fucking with this snitch motherfucker? Like, yeah. yeah. That guy, that, that's got to be hard. You know it what I mean? It is, bro. And then now you have a divide because you got a bunch of people that listen to 6 9 that aren't from the street. I know and, that knowledge or even that background in it. You and they're just looking at it like, well, he wasn't even a real game banger anyways. And then you got those people that are from the street that are just like, it don't matter. You play in that shit. You deal with what, what comes with that shit. The consequences of it, yeah. And I agree, man, to a certain extent. That's why, like, when I hear interviews from, like, Wack 100, and he's talking about shit like that. Yeah, Wack is corny, and Wack maybe this, but, like, he says certain things that I'm like, yeah, that makes sense, bro. About like, that situation. Yeah, yeah, all day. All day. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because, like, even when they talk about, like, 6 9 like, oh, you, you guys are heavy to talk about the snitching and this and that, but then when... Info gets leaked about Jim Jones, Capo being a fucking an informant for the feds. Yeah, he put everybody out there too. And everybody then, shuts the fuck up and doesn't say nothing, and they want to keep keep talking about six nine, six nine, six nine. But all right, what about Capo? Our Capital Records, that lady, that she was with some dude that was making like this and that, and she like turned on him. Yeah, all this crazy shit. And I was like, damn, that's crazy. And then it, it's like it's easy to find. You can go on Wikipedia and it's right there, yeah, bro. Yeah, it's already there. Like it's been there for years. Oh, you know what uh, I, mean? I know you talk about that. That that. Perez chick that yeah, he brought up. Yeah, that yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then he brought all these receipts and this and that about other people. See, and like, with, showing... with that situation, is like, it's different because she's, like, what they what they call a civilian, right? Like, she, yeah. she was just caught up in it and, like, she snitched and whatever, but he put on the persona of a gangster and played yeah, the hood, yeah. right? And he did all this shit, but it's just like, isn't Jim Jones blood? Yeah. Isn't Jim Jones, like, top dog in New York? Like, if you go to New York, you need to come check in with Jim Jones or not. It's static. And this is the same dude working hand in hand with the feds, and nobody says a damn thing about it. You know what I'm saying? But the minute this rainbow head kid comes around, and he's openly like, "Yeah, I snitched," and then I'm still making music, and then you got dudes like Jim Jones who is informing 
the feds on stuff and still making music. It's like, where does this line draw then? What, yeah. what, what, what is it? And this is what all the young kids are exposed to right now. So now they're looking at a dude like Jim Jones, like, man, he a real blood. He a real solid dude. Uh, uh, he making music. Like, Takashi, yeah. he a snitch. Uh, I got fake blood and that. Like, fuck that. We need to be one was real. And it's like, mm. Yeah, because kind of, kind of like pull the cloth uh, over the eyes and shit Dude, like that. You gotta pull it away. Wild. It is really wild. It's crazy. I just think that the big, the big um, mistake was, like I said, Shadi and his homies. They just they had them into too much. Yeah. They should have. They should have. They should have been like, bro, you just make music. You sit over there. That's it. Go sit outside. Exactly. And that's you don't need to come everybody. talk to us. You don't need to come do this and that. Like go, go to this and that. But I'm pretty sure Kaiser was like, nah, I want to kick with you guys. I want to, I want to be friends with you guys. I want to do this. I want to do that. Yeah, I want to ride with you guys. I want to, you know what I mean? This and that. And it's kind of like, you you can't allow that. You know what I mean? Because right. you don't, you like, you know, you don't know how solid someone is. You don't know, you know, what they've done to kind of be like, all right, cool. Like this fool's really about it. Like he's he's putting in work. He's doing this and that. All he's doing is just releasing songs. You know what I mean? He's just making music. And he's selling that image. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because there's and then that's the thing. Like there's been a lot of uh, people. I know and shit like that that they've they've been fucking you know taken down by someone that they brought on that they thought oh this was cool this was solid this and that really don't know too much about them they probably just connect because they're cool with each other and then shit goes south and that person's nowhere to be found you know that person's you know over there spilling the beans talking you know all the tea this and that and, and it's crazy you know what I mean the only thing I don't like about Wack is that he uses like he'll be like oh I'm I'm a, I'm a businessman I'm a businessman. But then when it comes to certain things, he wants to be, oh, I know about this, this, and that, because I'm a gangster. I'm all yeah, about yeah. politics. It's like, bro, you've been saying, you ain't gangster. You ain't done talk about this and that, especially politics. You say you're a businessman. Just stick to that and just leave it be. Right. You know what I mean? He's always, and I like how people tell him, like, bro, you're always in everybody's business, this and that. Yeah, you always yeah. get into it, this and that. But yeah, that's just crazy. And then that even took a big-ass effect on, like, how hip-hop and music was and the fashion. And people were, like, you know, really fucking rocking with him and stuff. And even SoundCloud was a big thing in hip-hop, too, with, like... I want to say who's big that came off of SoundCloud that was like the frontier. I mean, like, you know, like Lil Pump. Yeah, Lil Pump definitely popped off from SoundCloud. Um, a lot of the little people. <laughs> yeah, all the littles. You know what I mean? That was, the, that was like that the one, era. What's that one little, one little dude's name? Lil Skies, right? Lil Skies, Lil Pump, um, fucking, I'm trying to think who else. There was like multiple people that came off of SoundCloud, like lot. Suicide Boys. Yeah, yeah. There was they a lot of people. I can't pinpoint exactly. Like, I'm pretty sure a lot of the people I'm thinking of probably did come from SoundCloud, but I, I can't really pinpoint it right now, give specific names. I, yes. don't, I wouldn't know, you know? Nah, I don't, I don't, I don't keep up to date with SoundCloud rappers. Nah, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but yeah, man, like, that was a crazy thing too, because SoundCloud was like this whole little thing of like music and this and that. and. Yo, that shit made a lot of careers for a lot of people, and that shit was like at a free use back then. Mm. Now they charge you for like you can you can sign up, but it's like, hey, um, you only have this many, uh, like you maybe have eight hours or maybe six hours of music you can produce, but after that you got to pay like a, a a thing for like a subscription so you could do more music, more releases. I think it's like ninety minutes or some shit like that. They give you a certain amount of time that you can use to like lay down tracks, yeah. and then it, and then once you hit a certain like point. Like, oh, now you got to subscribe so you can lay down more songs, tracks, oh, this, this, and that, music. But now people can get on Spotify and Apple Music. You know what I mean? You just got to register, do this and that, find out URL, pay, and then you're on there. Boom. You can upload music and songs. You don't got to really go to SoundCloud. Because a lot of people have Spotify and a lot of people have Apple Music. So it's fucking, it makes it work. And then YouTube and shit like that. So that's a, the crazy thing. Yeah, man. Shit. 
Is anybody else waiting for Takashi to get smacked like Will Smith smacked Chris Rock at the Oscars? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I don't, how do you feel? Like, do you, do you feel anybody will try to press him? Nah, they won't. Nah, they won't. I, I, th- I think I don't know too- what the security situation is like. Yeah, I do feel like people will will test it. Yeah. Um, I just feel like he's very strategic about how he goes about things. Like he, he like moves. He, yeah, he'll, he'll he'll do something. I like. He's a fucking troll. That's a, and you know what? And I remember like, if it wasn't for or if if it, if if the music didn't get you, if the image didn't get you, it, it had a, to be the trolling, bro. Trolling. The fucking trolling of like. Coming back at rappers yep. on Instagram, on fuck Twitter. You dead, fuck your dead homies. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, like the shit making fun of Ludacris. Like, yo, what's up about young blood? You don't know about this young blood? He's coming down the stairs. Yeah. He's got like the headband on, the baggy ass shirt, the baggy ass jeans. He got the babes on. He's like, y'all know about this right here. You know what I mean? He's just clowning on how that fool used to dress and how he used to look. And, you know, he would he would just like post comments. You see on World Star about somebody. He'll post videos of like exposing rappers getting fucking beat up and shit like that. And you're like, damn, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. And then you know, and he throws it back on him too. Like, oh, it's okay for you guys to say that, but when I say it, it's something different, right? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. You know, there was a whole thing too. Like everybody would say, you know, we're smoking on that Tuka pack, and then he made a reference to Vaughn, and then they all got mad, and then he's like, well, man, this. You know what I mean? Y'all doing it to this dude, this, this, and that. You know, and that and makes so much sense. But when you I guess I don't know. It's just so biased now, bro. It's crazy. Yeah, it's so fucking biased. It's it's a, it's a different world. It's not what music used to be. It's a lot of drama in it, bro. It's a lot of clout in this shit now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the biggest. I mean, there was beefs and shit like that, but we weren't exposed to as much as it is now because they didn't have the social media platforms we have now. I'm pretty sure Ja Rule and Fifty Cent be taking fucking shots at each other all day if they had Instagram and Twitter oh, and, yeah. and, and 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 what else? TikToks. Maybe not on TikTok, but like. Instagram and Twitter is like where they would be going back and forth, making fun of each other. I mean, in, um, fuck, 50 does still. Actually, 50 does mm. troll Ja Rule. 50 still trolls oh, yeah. all these people, makes fun of them. I and think 50 still buys out Ja Rule's uh, concerts. Yeah, <laughs> that shit's fucking mad funny. And then he shows like the picture of him. He makes, he clowns on him, this and that. He has like that yeah. deep hatred towards him. And then Fafu's even, I'll be like, yo, you're going to beef with 50? This fool beefing with his own son. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And like, it's crazy. And then it's just it's just wild to see that, and then like his son looks fucking just like him. Yeah, you know what I mean. About, uh, Sire, Sire? Y- is that his? Yeah, Sire? yeah, 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 yeah. Something like that. Yeah, Sire Jackson or yeah, something like yeah. that. But it's just crazy. You know what I mean? And damn, that's that's just wild, bro. I mean, what music you like now? Uh, I'm still what? on my hip hop. I'm just more tapped into the old school shit. You listen to new stuff? I listen to new stuff all fucking day, bro. Yeah. Like, I love trap music. Like I talk all this shit, but like I love that shit. But I'm a human being that can, you know, separate the reality from entertainment. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Even if what they're saying in the track is reality. Like I look at it as entertainment still. Yeah. Like you probably are talking about you just popped three guys last week. Yeah. You know, but in my eyes, it's like it's just entertainment. You're just saying that just because, like, I can't prove that you really did that just because you started in a song. Yeah, Maybe. exactly. I don't really know you like that. And you know what's crazy, crazy, bro? Is like, like people defend a lot of artists and a lot of entertainers this and that. And it's like, yo, this this artist don't know you. This this artist don't give a fuck whose side you take. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you want, and then these people will go against the other person. They'll attack somebody else. This and that on this and that. Like, it's crazy to me, bro. It's like. I, I I like artists, but I don't hike them to a certain extent where I'm gonna be on Twitter and defend them and call yeah. someone a bitch and a dumbass and this and that. Cause it's like, yo, it's I don't 
They don't know you. They probably not even to see that fucking message. You probably thinking like, Kanye's gonna see this shit. This fool's gonna send me on the world tour. I'm defending him. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it's like, no, it's not. He's he could care less. He's probably looking at him and be like, oh, cool, <sighs> and just go on about his day, right? You know, he's probably getting tagged by a thousand people, hundreds of people. No, not even thousands, fucking hundreds, thousands and thousands of people. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. like, that's what trips me out too. Is like how and like how close we are to like, or how close people feel they are. Cause like when people get that retweet or that video back or that follow, like remember when I remember when fucking Bodega fucking responded back through through video on Twitter, this and that, bro, made my fucking day, dog. Nice. Fucking, I was like, oh, what the fuck? And then to get a Zoom and to interview with him, like from my class project, this and that, that shit was dope. Like that really changed like my whole thing of like, yo, I really want to do something and make like, cause he made a brand and I want to make a brand. Like you know we have these fools podcast. Right. He's got Tam Boys. And that shit is hard as fuck, bro. You know what I'm The song I remember the, listening to the most was El, El Rey. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. that's a fire-ass song. And just that whole look, that image, and everything he had in the video going on. He had the fucking SUV, like, you know what I mean? The Tahoe. And you know, about, like, on, was it Peyton Fool when he does the little thing on the, the oh, dash yeah. and the gun? He pulls it out. <laughs> and it's the same thing on there, too. And that shit is dope as fuck. You know what I mean? And, you know, his clothing... You know, his music, all the stuff it does, his brother does art, you know, say, uh, uh, was it Ola? Yeah, Ola. And then who else? Yeah, man. But I mean, that, that was like crazy to me. You know what I mean? And I yeah. could see like how people were, you know, we're just so close to entertainers now from just yeah. social media and these platforms. You know, even though you're not, you know, this fool's thousands of miles away, you know, on the East Coast, you know what I mean? Just to kind of get that that fucking Zoom call, that shit was was ridiculous. Yeah, bro. I know. I, I would have been fucking like, what? Is this serious right now? Yeah, uh-huh. bro. And I remember everybody seeing it because it's on Twitter, bro. So everybody seeing it and they're like, yo, what the fuck? Like, yo, this dude responded, yo, this and that. And <laughs> I was like, I was geeked, bro. And I was messaging him and shit like that uh, on Twitter. And then he like, yeah, man, he, this, this is the Zoom. He's like, cool, I got you, bro. I got you at this time. The, the time came and like literally like 30 minutes before the time came, I'm getting nervous. Like, oh, this was going to cancel. He's not going to show up. Hits me up. Hey, man, I'm going to be like 10 minutes, 15 minutes late. I got I to gotta, I gotta pick up my son real quick. Or I got to drop my son off or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or get some food or something like that. I was like, all right, cool, man. Perfect. That's great, bro. So we started and we had like an hour-long conversation. I had these questions, this and that. And that shit was dope. You know what I mean? And Hell yeah. I, was, I fucked with it heavy. Bodega Bams, if you're listening, we'd love to have you on these Foods Podcast. That'd be fucking mad dope, dog. That'd be fucking ecstatic. Yeah, 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 exactly, bro. Crack a couple Hargies with your breath. Yeah. <laughs> Get to know you a little bit better. Yeah, because he's like Puerto Rican and Dominican. Yeah. Yeah, and if was, he's from Spanish Harlem and shit like that. So, like, hey, bro, pop him with some cola champagnes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. He probably knows about the cola champagnes. Yeah. He I sound people about like, nah, I never heard that about them before. And I'm like, shh. Because you, you just, you don't fuck with the taste I got. You know what I mean? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Some people like that and shit, dog. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. dog. So what else you got going, man? Shit, not much. I mean, because we talk about fashion music and damn, we kind of went through the whole yeah, thing and we hip hop and shit we like went that. Through everything, we went through everything pretty well. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, for those listening, we're gonna try a couple new things with the next couple episodes. We're gonna try to add a segment in here, a yeah. little segment called Fuego Basura. Yes, sir. Basically, the whole point of it is we're gonna bring up certain things. It could be food, it could be sports, it could be players, it could be cars, it could be cereals, it could be whatever the fuck we want to talk about. Yeah. But we're gonna have certain segments where we bring certain things in or talk about certain things, and we label it Fuego or Basura. Let's start off today, right now. Right now, what are we drinking? Uh, mango White Claws. So, what would you say, Mango White Claw? I mean, they're fuego. I fuck with them heavy, but 
you know, if I had to drink it just regular now, because I've been mixing it with the tahini and the chamoy. All right, no tahini, no chamoy, no paste. Honestly, it's fuego. No, it's fuego. It's just straight. Hydrated. Yeah. Drink. Fuego basura. Fuego, dog. Yeah? Yeah. Basurits for me. You don't like it? Hell no. Then why you why you don't well, say I gotta, that? I gotta jazz it up with like some chamoy and oh, some other yeah, shit, yeah, make yeah. it like whatever. Tell but. me something. I buy it at six to twelve. I'm like, oh yeah, the homie likes this shit. This no, movie. no, I, like, I, you you know, know, I can with figure it. I can figure it out. You know, I ain't yeah. that picky now, you know. But I mean if it's just a regular crack it open, take a sip, nah man. What is it for you? What is it? What's the drink the, for you? No, oh, 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 the drink? Yeah. Like, does it have to be a hard seltzer? It could be whatever, bro. It don't gotta be hard seltzer. You just, you come on, bro. You know I gotta watch my figure, bro. You know what I'm saying? You. I don't. I'm trying, I'm trying to get like the the, the gluten free, the low calories. Nah, no lie, bro. I just got put onto these, and I think I gave you one earlier. The cut waters. The cut waters, is- bro. That shit had me tipping, dog. Bro. I was like, damn, what the fuck? I didn't realize these shits was twelve point five percent alcohol, and they're fire. That shit is fuego. It's it's yeah, it's fuego, dog. Because something like that, like a, a margarita in a can, or like. What have the tequila? Yeah, that or like anything like that in a can. Like they sell them at the the craft cocktails, the little mini cans, this and that. Serpy, garbage, nasty as fuck. That cut water, bro. I was just throwing it back. <laughs> I was like, fuck, I finished it quick, bro. And I was like, damn, what my? I got a little buzz from that motherfucker too. Dude. I was like, damn, this shit is pretty bomb. I fuck I, with this shit. I that shit that, is fire. I had that little tiki rum mai tai. Little, orange. I want to try that, that one. That shit is fresh, bro. It's yeah. like orange, pineapple juice. Like it, it's a real good cocktail, man. I have to get that fun. one. Yeah, we might have to try that next time around. Hell yeah, we're gonna well, yeah. see that fuego basura and shit like that. Hell yeah. Well, thank you guys once again for rocking with us. We appreciate all the love and support. We'll catch you guys on the next one. I'm Prophet. Can Aces. And we out of here. Late.